listening to the Worldwide Technology Innovation Podcast, where we discuss all things innovation in and around worldwide and the idea to outcome journey, where ideas come from, how to gain alignment, measure success, and handy tips and tricks for facilitation and ideation. So welcome to the inaugural episode of the Worldwide Technology Podcast. I am Lance Leonard, your host for today. I'm here with part of the Worldwide Business Innovation Team, Jessica Schroeder. Say hello, Jessica. Hello. <laughs> Laura Beischer. Hi. And Danette Greer. What's up? Uh, so we'll introduce ourselves here in just a minute, but first, uh, just an introduction of the podcast, our agenda for today, and what you can expect from us going forward. Um, as you heard in the intro, our goals for this podcast are to share all things innovation through stories of internal, external activities, tips and tricks for building and sustaining a culture of innovation, and really providing some updates on current events, things that are happening with customers and, and upcoming events that, that we're supporting. So this pilot episode is really going to serve as an introduction of our team, the Business Innovation Practice as a whole, our team that's focused on uh, initiatives here at Worldwide Technology, and then how we can engage with you and your teams. So let's get right into it. Um, let's take a minute just to introduce ourselves, if you guys don't mind. Uh, let's go around and just tell us a little bit about you, where you were before Worldwide, how long you've been at Worldwide. We're all in the same role, so we probably don't have to spend too much time on that. But we do always need a fun introduction story. So if you wouldn't mind telling us what your favorite podcast that you listen to is. Extra points if it's the Worldwide Tech 17 podcast. <laughs> okay. Jessica, you want to get us started? Um, Jessica Schroeder. Been at Worldwide about seven years. Um, prior to the role that I'm in now, I was an agile coach in IT uh, for most of the time here. Uh, and then prior to that, I worked at a boat company. I'm from Wisconsin, so I really try to emphasize boat company. Did I say that right? Instead of boot company? Boat. <laughs> boat. That, no, that's good. Boat yeah. company in uh, Wentzville. They made go fast boats and I did project management uh, for them for about four years when I first moved here. Awesome. Um, favorite podcast is Tribe of Mentors. Although I have to um, kind of pulse myself on listening to it because every time there's like so much good content. Did I say so, so much good content. Is that proper grammar? Um, that comes out of it that I end up buying a bunch of audiobooks and reading a bunch of articles and doing a bunch of stuff that I don't have time to do. That's good. Thank you. I have not listened to that one. I'm going to put it on the list. So, uh, Laura, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Uh, I'm Laura Beischer. I've been here about six months, started in January. Prior to that, I had about 10 years at Boeing here in St. Louis um, at the defense headquarters. Uh, my last three years there were spent at the organization they call Horizon X. That is their product innovation uh, department where they're trying to do things like invent flying cars and, and cool stuff like that. Um, and I also worked in various operations roles from finance to uh, project management and that sort of thing. Um, uh, a, I have a lot of podcasts I listen to, but one of my favorites is called Myths and Legends, which is, uh, basically retellings of classic stories, myths, legends, it's pretty self-explanatory. And, um, the author just has a, this great sense of humor as he tells the story. So definitely check it out. Awesome. Thank you. Danette? Well, my name is Danette Greer. I have, um been with Worldwide seven months. December 11th, I think, is when I got here. So uh, prior to that, I was in private consulting practice, playing around in labor relations, 
other fun stuff. Uh, my favorite podcast is um, Doctor Who podcast. Right on. Because I'm a closet nerd. Yeah. 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 I've heard not, that about you. Not, not in the closet. Anymore. Yeah, no, it's out in the open <laughs> now. Out. Everybody knows. It's out. If you've ever heard my timer and like some of the sessions we mm-hmm. facilitate, it always has a Doctor Who theme song. Yeah. So. so other Doctor Who fans out there, give Danette a call. Whovians unite. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. Uh, <laughs> for me, uh, I am Lance Leonard. Like I said, I've been at Worldwide eight years now, started out in professional services and uh, moved over to Asynchrony after the acquisition to uh, work with Jason on starting up this business innovation po- uh, practice that we are all part of. Before Worldwide, though, was a software consultant uh, and really a business consultant as well. Had my own company for a little while, uh, the ups and downs of all of that. So spent some time here locally in St. Louis, moving through IT and various companies as a software developer. My favorite podcast, there are a a number of them. I'll go with, uh, it's actually called The Unstuck Church. It's by uh, Tony Morgan, and it's all about church leadership and how uh, to move organizations, churches or otherwise, forward when they seem to get stuck. And hence the the title Unstuck Church. So uh, that is one that I, I listen to a lot and learn a lot from. So as Jess, you said, it also causes me to go out and spend a lot of money on books and other resources and things. So uh, good stuff. So that's our team. Interestingly enough, there are six other members of the business innovation practice, uh, including our fearless leader, Jason Tice, who founded the practice. And over time, we've... Uh, Gain new team members such as Charlie Summers, David Schinberg, Janet McAleese. Mark Schuinar. No chance I can nail his last name there. So thank you, Laura. Uh, and Ryan Appleby over in London. So we are spread out globally as a business innovation practice. And we do have four key activities that we work with customers internally and externally. Those six people that we just mentioned externally to the, the folks who are here on this podcast are out in the field working in billable manners with customers each and every day. And we get the luxury of spending time here at Global Headquarters working with our internal teams, building and sustaining this culture of innovation. So those four key activities that our team focuses on, whether it's with customers or whether it's internally here at Worldwide, begins really with business outcome ideation. This is all about gaining a shared understanding and alignment around the vision. We establish business goals, determining those key performance indicators. How are we going to measure the success uh, and really like I said, build alignment and progress towards implementation. So that's the outcome. What's the destination we're heading towards? Anything to add? Did I get that wrong? Got it right. Good. Strategic road mapping. Uh, This is where we model and coach practices towards uh, delivering, prioritizing, delivering small, measurable business outcomes. So we've earlier through business outcome ideation defined a big destination. Here we're breaking that down into breaking rocks, right? Into smaller rocks, small measurable business outcomes that provide that incremental business value supportive of the vision, right? So we're building a roadmap of how do we get from point A to point B with those milestones along the way. Then we move into technical alignment and guidance. And I love that this is the third thing of our key activities, because not until we've defined the business outcome and established the roadmap, do we want to talk about how we're going to get there and the tools that we're going to use. So if we were planning a trip, you know, we've decided we're going to Seattle. We know we need to stop in Kansas City to refuel assuming we're driving a car, but then how many people are going? Do we need an RV? Can we just go in a sedan? And so that's the technical alignment. What tools are we going to use to achieve the outcome? 
by assessing the technical environment, making sure they align to the goals, suggesting those technical improvements, the common platforms, automation, or whatever those best practices might be to get from point A to point B. And then finally, this is one of the ones that I personally love the most, which is the trusted advisor. This is the consultative effort that we work with teams on and provide guidance on strategies to improve, whether it's execution or really at that strategic level, all guided towards that vision and business goals. So if, again, back to planning a trip, if that's the metaphor, this is what we do to avoid the backseat drivers or the people that are saying, I wanted to go to the beach, but we're going to the mountains, right? So it all along the way, we're providing that trusted advisor, uh, consultative effort. We're providing the guidance to make sure that there is alignment and that there's support and that we are all bought in, whether we uh, agree or disagree, we're at least committed to the direction that we're heading. And if we can pick up some objectives along the way that keep everybody happy, that's exactly what we're going to do. But that trusted advisor status is that four key activity. So to recap, really, it's business outcome ideation, where are we headed, strategic road mapping, what's the path we're going to use to get there, technical alignment and guidance, how are we going to do it, what tools are we going to use, and trusted advisor really becomes the consultative effort underneath that. So as a team then, with those being the four key activities, the four of us that are dedicated here at Worldwide have a big ask, and it really it comes from the top, right? Jim Cavanaugh has asked a series of questions that we take personally as, as our job to answer those questions. Jess, why don't you give us an overview of what Jim's looking for, what he's asked of us, and, and then we can talk about how that translates into our daily lives. Well, the first one is, where is innovation happening? It's really hard to know where these small pockets of innovation are. A lot of times we hear about the really big innovation pods and the Teslas and the, all these things. And so where is innovation happening on a smaller scale? Uh, the second one is simply, are we doing it well? Are we doing a good job of it? And this is where we bring in ideation and say, is this helping us move closer to some kind of innovation, innovative solution? And then the third one is, what are the results? How do we know that we're doing it well and that it's successful? Excellent. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, Laura, how do we translate that into what we do? We we heard those questions and we built a practice around that in a program. And so we came up with a vision statement. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So the vision for the four of us who support worldwide is simply uh, to help make ideation processes, tools, and mindset a core part of the culture here at Worldwide um, and enabling the ongoing collaborative innovation that accelerates worldwide and becoming the best technology solution provider in the world, supporting our overall company vision. So we uh, do that through a number of activities, yep. which uh, I think, you know, they range from everything from EBCs, you've probably seen us in there, to um, building a community of interest to departmental support. Yeah, so that, that excellent segue. And, and so translating that vision into a roadmap and then tools, right? That's, um, we follow our own processes to get from point A to point B. So if the outcome is really being able to answer Jim's question uh, and the vision statement that Laura just stated of having ideation being a core competency of worldwide, that translates into activities that we do on a daily basis, like Laura said. 
Danette, can you tell us a little bit about the EBC uh, experience and what our piece is of that? Yeah. Yeah. So we facilitate um, a few different agenda items within the EBC. The first uh, that's usually on the agenda is the voice of the customer, uh, which we often um, refer to as sort of our first date with a customer, whether they've been here one time or a hundred times. Um, we're going to spend a whole day giving them insight into our ATC, our ITC, and what we're about. This is an opportunity for us to hear directly from the customer. It's also a way in which we show up differently and we infuse our culture into the sales experience of worldwide. So we are often the first faces our customer sees, we're the first conversation they're having um, in the EBC. And we use that same facilitative format where you know we have that silent writing, we capture their ideas, and we're not selling to them in that moment. We're asking curious and interesting and probative questions to understand their businesses better. Um, and in so doing, um, what we have become is a constructive part of the overall sales motion where we can help our account teams understand better what's going on with the customer and create that environment where the customer feels safe and comfortable sharing with us what's going on in their world. One of the other things we do, um, Jess, is talk about the community of interest and in, in really our campaign for how we communicate the, the tenets of ideation and innovation. Yeah, sure. So we have a couple of spots um, where we try to stay really active. One of them is our ideation team page. Um, on there, we have facilitator guides, um, some resources from different sessions that we've held just to help people see kind of how they might go through some of this. Uh, we also, once uh, Laura is going to tell a little bit more about it, but once we start to get some training, new training going, that's where all the materials will be kept. So it's really intended to be a place where you can go and get some something that you can look at a document, watch a video, do something and see it there. Then we also have Yammer. Um, and so Yammer is our social feed that we use and it's called ideation. Community of interest, Community. I think. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Community of interest. I always think of it as COI, but that's, it's like I COI. I, but that's yes, absolutely. Um, so on Yammer, we usually, we post videos a lot of times starring our very own Laura Beischer. Um, which I don't I'm know the cutest. Knows. That's why. Well, yeah. I don't know if she knows that I committed to posting all the bloopers that I've recorded. Oh, she her. saw it. I was there. <laughs> if yeah. I get 30 likes. So all right. it's like I, a I have nothing left to be embarrassed about <laughs> in this life. Six why do you think I'm on the pad podcast? I hear all the time I have a face for radio. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, yeah. So we post some videos on, and this is like a visual to help you kind of walk through how to facilitate certain things. We even do one where it's how to draw stick figures and different ways to draw stick figures so it's an opportunity to be really creative. We also post bias of the week, which has helped you to dig a little bit deeper into some of these ways that our brains kind of mess with us and make us think that something is true that isn't true. Um, so these are both intended to be uh, back and forth and keep our stuff current and up to date. Excellent. Um, we also host something called Open Play, which is really a new concept to me uh, coming over to uh, the asynchrony side from Worldwide. But it's something you have a lot of experience in, Jess, from Agile Coaching and some of your background. Can you tell us a little bit about what Open Play looks like? Okay. Open Play is intended to be a collaborative meeting where we have it scheduled right now from 1 to 4. You can come anytime between that 1 to 4 time slot. We This time, we've opened up a marketplace where people could say, hey, I, between 
one and three, I want to talk about this thing. And between two and three, I want to talk about this. And three and four, I want to talk about this. We really borrow some of it from uh, open space technology, which is a big, much larger scale collaborative meeting. Um, if you're interested, there is like an entire wiki page and book dedicated to open space technology and how to facilitate those events. As an Agile coach, I've been to a couple of them. Uh, Jason Tice, our uh, manager has facilitated quite a bit of them. Um, and what it allows is us for to, for us to do minimal planning, but then also have a really cool session where people can learn whatever they want. Some of the stuff is practice. Some of the stuff is learning. Some is like, hey, I want to try this thing. Let's role play it. Cool. So open play is definitely an exciting time. Encourage everybody to participate. Um, we'll recap that at the end uh, as we close out. But one of the other things that uh, is a goal of ours is to build what we're calling a facilitator's guild. So this is uh, helping with that whole question of are we preparing for scale? Um, you know, a team of 10 people is not enough to is not sustainable when it comes to bringing ideation capabilities at large scale to a place like worldwide. So it, you may have uh, gone through one of our facilitator training sessions in preparation for IML last month. Um, that was an instance where we had to find uh, around 100 people to come facilitate that event. Um, the idea is that we do a more ongoing and widespread training regimen so that this becomes a core competency, not just amongst some of the managers and leaders here at Worldwide, but amongst anybody who has interest. Um, facilitation skills really are very widely applicable. I, you, know, you can use them in a family setting, you can use them in a friend setting, and you can also use them in the work setting. So right now we are redesigning our training make it, you know, bigger and better. We're looking to have some quarterly training sessions around topics such as facilitation basics, which leads into a session around ideation 101. So using the facilitator skills you learned in class one, you will be learning various ideation frameworks, when to use which sort of framework, and, uh, and you know, with, with additional role play and hands-on opportunities to practice this. Um, and then we're also looking to have a couple specialized training sessions like Voice of the Customer specifically. So um, if you are in a sales role or a business development role and you happen to be in those EBCs, you can facilitate your own Voice of the Customer. It's a very straightforward uh, process for that. So um, it'll be a range of kind of standard things and some specialized things. So is that for just people here? Do, do people need to come to GHQ to get those types of training sessions? Thanks for asking that, Lance. It's a great segue into our next uh, aspect of our kind of culture of innovation program, which is roadshows. So we will be taking these training sessions on the road. We're looking to do one about quarterly. Our inaugural run is going to be in Edwardsville over in the um, Lakeview and LTC area. It's uh, a date has not yet been set, but we're looking for September timeframe. And these will be all day events. Um, you would not be required to come to the entire day event, but we'll be offering some of these training sessions and doing open play 
at these events so that people at remote sites have the opportunity to get some hands-on in-person learning. So we'll bring the show to you. So one of, obviously one of the other things we're doing is this podcast, right? And so we want to tell your stories like you'll hear in the next episode, Justin Handy coming to tell us a little bit about what's happening in the Global Technology Center. And so this podcast is not just for us to market our skills, that's a big piece of it, but it's also to find the story, right? And we want to hear from you. And so we want to hear your stories to answer Jim's question about where is innovation happening and how well are we are we doing at that? One of the other really cool things that I'm really excited about, and it's been something that's that we've been talking about for years, is something that IT has been doing for a long time. And this is Innovation Days. Jess, I know you've had a lot of conversations about how we might engage in that and grow that to, more, uh, to a broader audience than just IT. Yeah, so... Uh, IT regularly does innovation days. They usually do them over like the last day of the month and the first day of the month so that they get two days overlapping and then they have them every other month. So the example would be, I don't know what actual day this falls on, but it would be 831 and then they would do it on 9-1 so that they have two days right in a row. Um, a lot of times this is spent learning new technology, developing something that they're interested in. And so what uh, we're trying to work on is get people from what people say, the business over into IT to For learn. those who couldn't see, she did big air quotes around that too when she said the business. So I kind of shortened myself yeah. up and made a funny face too. So <laughs> um, so we're inviting people over to IT to say, hey, I have this idea or this thing that I want to learn about and bringing them into IT and getting an opportunity to try out their idea, do a proof of concept, and then also learn something new. All right. So that really covers the program level stuff, the strategic level of how we support the company as a whole. But then we also engage and we deliver things through departmental focus. And so we get down to the more tactical engagement of how we're supporting the organization at uh, with each of the teams in the department. So to get it started, for example, I support business development and I'm aligned with Bob Olwig. So Bob and I meet monthly and I'm uh, engaged in his leadership meetings and support in the things that they need around innovation and ideation. A lot of it becomes facilitation, but there are also strategic level conversations in there as well around BD and marketing. Same conversation with Mike Taylor around global engineering and IT and Kevin, our new vice president of IT, getting engaged with those guys on how we support their organizations in facilitation, strategic consulting, road mapping, and, and all of the four key activities we do. So uh, Jess, why don't you tell us a little bit about the organizations you support? So I support uh, Global Order Operations. They fondly refer to themselves as GOO. Or Go-O. I like the Go-O. Go-O sounds better than Goo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's with Jury. Also Sales Operations. Uh, that's Tim Lockman. Mm -hmm. Also so working with the managers and directors of that group. Um, consistency, clarity, and alignment. Uh, then also Legal with Erica Shank. The last one is Professional Services with Tom Gain. Cool. Laura? So I've got a couple operational apartments, um, program management, logistics, finance, and human resources. Um, and I 
you know, in addition to those activities Lance already mentioned, we also do what we can to help support HPT. Um, if there are areas of dysfunction that, you know, are particularly fraught, uh, that's what expert facilitators are trained to help deal with. So we, we come in with uh, for those sorts of situations. Um, and also, if there is a need to reinforce IML principles, we are uh, um, called in to do that sort of work as well. Awesome. Danette? Yeah, we're also playing um, with the sales organization. So in addition to the support we provide through EBCs, we also provide commensurate um, support to both commercial, federal, and GSP. Um, Like Laura said, we do HPT, um, the classic departmental stuff, the call to action items that might be sitting out there. We help... um, with leadership meetings, um, we facilitate a ton of those activities, in particular with commercial, it's all things impact. With federal, it's all things building DC. So uh, more to come on that, I'm sure, from the federal folks. Good. So I just I just have one yeah. comment, like, you know, kind of bringing it all back to what we do as a foursome supporting um, WWT. We've got our culture of innovation program kind of going from the bottom up and then our departmental support kind of going from the top down. Mm-hmm. So we're approaching that, uh, you know, the, those questions of where does innovation happen and how do we make it a core competency at uh, worldwide from both directions. Great. That's a great description. Um, so just to close out this episode, uh, if people are interested now that we've told them all the great things that we can do for them and we want to hear their stories, how do they engage us? Anybody want to chime in with maybe some ways that people can interact with us? You come to Open Play on okay. July 30th. All right. What else? Yammer. All things Yammer. Yammer. Um, yeah. So come chat with us there. Leave a comment. Like my video. Okay. Danette, you got any any secrets on how people can get in, in touch with us? Yeah, this is a little corner on the fifth floor called the ideation office. Yeah. Usually there's one of us there. Come find us in person. <laughs> there you go. Make yeah. sure if you're bringing a customer through, you schedule a uh, voice of the customer yeah. on the EBC. We also do account planning sometimes and wrap-ups on the back of that. So there are all types of opportunity to come play with the cool kids. We got yeah, cookies. That's good. And just uh, as you know, the traditional way to email, we do have uh, email proxy ideation at www.com. So if you just have a general question or something to follow up on, uh, feel free to send us an email at ideation at www.com. So coming up in the next couple of weeks, uh, we've talked uh, at length about open play on July 30th. Then we have an ideation training pilot happening on August 7th. What does that look like, Laura? To TBD on that. I, awesome. I really don't have much, uh, you know, detail on that yet. Okay. So training's still coming together, but it's on the calendar. So you can expect something yep. on August 7th. Yes, Good. Can. Uh, and then a couple of days after that, we'll, we'll have a lunch and learn. I know that's TBD as well, but as, as all of this training is coming together to be able to build this facilitators guild so that we have, uh, an army of facilitators throughout the organization supporting these goals of, ideation and innovation being a a culture at at worldwide and being a core competency to build and sustain a culture of innovation throughout the company. So thank you to my colleagues here. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. 
So thanks for hanging with us. We hope you'll keep listening and let us know what you're doing to build and sustain a culture of innovation at Worldwide Technology. In upcoming episodes, we'd love to share your stories and answer your questions. Check out our channel, Ideation Community of Interest on Yammer. Get in touch. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in two weeks.